Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Anyone who has led a big project understands the importance of good project management, identifying risks, clear communication, accountability, the list goes on. Our guest today is going to give us a crash course in project management. Michael Tromper has over 25 years experience in project risk analysis. He has written three books about project management and is a partner at Intover Institute in Calgary. Good morning, Michael. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Tara. Good morning. And hello, Michael. Um, eager to get into this stuff. Uh, what would you say is the most important thing to do at the very beginning of a project? So you've got the clean spreadsheet, the clean whiteboard, everybody's all pumped up. What's your first priority to start a successful project? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, probably a clear scope of work would be the uh, uh most important part at that time uh, to understand what it is uh, to mean that you're finished. What does it mean when you're complete? So that could be you completed a bridge and there's uh, traffic are able to go over that without falling into the river. Or uh, if you're developing a product that it gets to, um, you get to launch and it meets all the um, objectives or um, requirements uh, that you've uh, got built into that for that project. That's that is, that is probably the most important thing. And a lot of times, uh, in some so projects, basically you say basically you say you start from the end, the end result. Look at the end result and work backwards. Interesting, isn't? That kind of uh, exactly the opposite of what pe- most people do? Perhaps. I'm, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, it, it could be. Um, but really that falls under, uh, you know, when a project is you want to produce, uh, you're trying to produce a certain value for either your customer, whoever your end user is, your customer, and they want certain capabilities that you are going to li- deliver to them. And really, those need to be well understood before you can do anything else. I have a, you know, I want to chat a, a little bit about uh, Intover, uh, the Intover Institute. Um, and I read in, in about uh, the Intover in- Institute that you're a partner, that you guys are involved with companies uh, like Lockheed Martin, uh, U.S. Uh, Department of Homeland Security, uh, Canadian Department of National Defense. How does a company from Calgary get to all those uh, clients, accounts, whatever you call them? Uh, serendipity. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, we, we uh, developed a uh, software tool and, and some internal tape and some capabilities that we, we're not, uh, you know, just to step back at that. We are, well, we're involved in the project management space. Uh, we're very, very specific to what's called project risk analysis and management. And 
that's a very, very key piece of um, being able to deliver your uh, project on time and on budget is on, is being able to manage risk. Uh, so when we first did, uh, developed this, uh, I think we were thinking that we would get uh, a lot more interest from the oil and gas business in Calgary. Uh, but in reality, uh, that didn't happen. Uh, we, uh, our first client was actually a pharmaceutical company, which have a, a lot of risks um, when they're bringing things to market. Uh, and eventually we got uh, some traction within the aerospace and defense industry, which is probably our main, uh, actually I'm not going to say probably is our main uh, customer base uh, because they have a long history of uh, requirements to do uh, uh, project risk analysis, in particular cost and schedule risk analysis. And uh, as new tools came on the market, they just would look at them and evaluate them against their existing tool set. And if it uh, provided better value, uh, they would go to, they would move to that new tool. And that's really what happened for us. But again, if I have a, you know, a startup here in Calgary, how do I get to those big elephants? What's the, what's the secret to get in front of those big elephants to even consider me as a, as a startup here in Calgary? From your experience, well, okay. how did you guys? How did you guys get in? <laughs> we got in. We we, uh, we are um, completely uh, all of our marketing uh, for the first uh, five years of or on the market was really just on. We were uh, marketing on the internet. We just made sure that we had uh, a. Uh, Got, like I say, got very good visibility for our website, uh, communicated what we provided. And uh, really, they came just by having that uh, website up. And then through word of mouth, uh, as we got uh, some references, uh, that was really it. We didn't go to them. They came to us. We're speaking with Michael Trumper, a partner at the Interver. Uh, Institute. So how did you originally get into this whole world, Michael? How did you decide that project management was what you wanted to go into? So in, uh, after, after a couple of years, we were, I was working in a tool that was uh, a company and we were doing uh, risk analysis and decision analysis, risk management decision analysis in the oil and gas business. And my partner had come up with the idea about how we can take that same methodologies and apply it to projects. Because one of the re- uh, problems that all of our projects have, and we were experiencing it, is that they are inevitably, um, like 80% of projects, are over time and over budget. And mm. we were looking for tools that our project managers could get could use. And what, when we looked uh, through the market, we found that really there wasn't anything that was either easy enough to use or was within the price range that we could probably get it into the company. And uh, from that point, uh, we started to design a, uh, a tool that we thought we could take to the market 
that would do risk analysis uh, on project uh, cost and schedule uh, primarily and uh, be able to roll it out. We thought we'd and get some traction within the local industries in town that were uh, running projects. And uh, it sort of just went from there. Uh, uh, it was, it, it's a very, you know, for at least for me, it was a very interesting pro- uh, subject and uh, lots of interesting problems that needed to be uh, solved, assessed and solved. And uh, uh, it was uh, just another uh, interesting project for my life and, you know, going on and, uh, Make, keeping interest in uh, new topics and new subjects and learning new things. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was really came down to that. Uh, just being able to have uh, a learning and, uh, and providing uh, uh, being part of a team that's developing a new software uh, for a new market. It was, uh, so that was, I guess how it began. Perfect. Our guest today is Michael Trumper, partner at Introver Institute in Calgary, and we have to take a break for the commercial, and we'll be back immediately following the commercials. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is sponsored in part by Canadian Western Bank. Obsessed with your success, it's time to partner with a bank that sees the world the same way you do. Visit cwbank.com. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. We're back with Michael Trumper, partner at Intaver Institute. Michael, you know, I was uh, surfing through your website and, um, you know, after you reviewing all those big elephants like NASA and the uh, U.S. Department of Home Security and uh, the Canadian Forces and all those big companies that you work with, I noticed that on your solution page, you also try or maybe successful in cater to small businesses. Can you elaborate how does the small business or can kind of benefit from your uh, program and and how do we implement those uh, in small businesses? Well, for a small business, it really, uh, I guess that's a relative term, but if you're a small business that's uh, in projects, running projects, and I would say they have to be a, a certain, at a certain scale. Uh, but one of the things that uh, if you're ever managing projects, uh, there's a, uh, uh, a very popular phrase out um, uh that says if you are managing projects, you're managing risk. And uh, so whether or not you're going to do this, what we, we do is a cost and schedule risk analysis is the key part of ours. But it, just to be able to manage your risks, as a, if you're a small business, uh, being able to have a process where you're identifying and uh, and proactively managing them towards the impact that they'll have on your delivery uh, will, will make a big difference in your business. And that's what uh, really what our software will do. But I mean, even if they don't use our software, if you could do it on a spreadsheet, 
and identify those and, and say what could happen. It's three questions. What could go wrong? What would be the impact if it went wrong? And what are you going to do about it? That's sort of three key, key questions you want to ask at the beginning, beginning of every project. Can you say those again? Because I know people are listening right now saying, oh, okay, there's a good nugget. Can you repeat those three questions? What could go wrong? What would be the impact if, if, it, if it occurs, the risk? And what can you do about it? And so that's really trying to say, look in front and taking in your team's expertise and your experience and uh, going in and at the very beginning saying, what's happened in the past? Could it happen again? What's unique about our new project? Uh, you might have new, uh, new contractors. You might have new suppliers. You may be in a new location. All of these things can produce um, unwanted outcomes. And so if you can manage them, pro, uh, you know, proactively and make sure that you have a plans in place for those ones that are, are critical, uh, it will go a long way to improving your overall performance of your company. You'll be able to more likely going to deliver your pro, uh, projects on time and budget. So what are the biggest mistakes that you see companies make, whether it's a big company, medium, small, what mistakes do you see them making when they're executing a big project? They don't manage the risk. Properly. Yeah, or any project. Any project. Meaning, they don't meaning manage what? the risk. Meaning that uh, a lot of times they pay risk management lip service. They have a list of risks uh, as part of the uh, project managed process, you're supposed to be managing your risk. They'll manage their risk, they'll create a list, and when the project starts, it gets shelved, and they don't do anything about it. So they so basically, they do it as a uh, paperwork uh, without actually trying to get that, the, the value that you can get out of it. So that's really the across, you know, we see again and again that uh, Companies are not putting in the time or the effort to actually uh, have good risk management, risk analysis processes. Now, I've noticed also that you are trying to get or, again, uh, expand into education and nonprofit. And, and how does it work in those uh, industries? Oh, so we have a unit, we call it a university relations program, one of them is, and that we provide uh, free student licenses uh, and instructor licenses to various, I think we have about 50 universities around the globe right now that use it. Um, and for nonprofits, uh, we just provide, we give them a, a discount. So we make it easier uh, uh, for them to be able to afford um, uh, to be able to afford the product. It's not very expensive, even as it is. Uh, but we do provide discounts uh, uh, so that it can get into their system. So one of, we have uh, a few uh, nonprofits like, uh, that are associated with the UN, um, groups that have some projects that they're running overseas, and they want to be able to do some risk management on that. And so we've provided very steep discounts so that they can use the software. 
And universities, they use it for their own sake or they use it as a teaching tool to students, uh, you know, that are going through uh, different kind of uh, pro engineering programs or other programs that uh, need uh, the skills of uh, risk analysis and project management? So, so I'd say probably 99% of them are using it to teach students. We have a, a couple of programs. Uh, uh, universities which will have maybe some project managers who are who are using it uh, for example there is a project manager uh, who's using it up at University of Alberta for some of the projects that they have that they're uh, executing in the in the in the University of Alberta uh, but vast majority are going to be there it's uh, getting in front of students getting them used to using these types of tools um, As they go through and uh, whether they're in a taking a project management course or they're in engineering uh, or uh, these type of uh, fields uh, that's really what we're uh, what they're it's generally being used for so you talked a little bit earlier about the biggest mistakes that uh, companies make and the risk analysis piece is a, is a big one so so a project will get shelved if they're not managing risks so how If the project is going off the rails, how do you get it back on track? It's really one of the biggest problems that they have uh, with especially with big projects if they become they become unmanageable. Um, you have to have both uh, the tools and the processes in place uh, and the and, and discipline. When they get back, I know that uh, we we work with some uh, senior consultants who, who work with some of the big federal departments and agencies in the U.S. And what they will do is they basically, what they take in place and they put in some processes, uh, which we will sort of integrate with and tools that um, basically try and get... Um, As timely data as possible in the tool, so they're trying to make sure that uh, we know exactly where we are uh, we know uh, based on our assessments where we might be going because of that uh, because what happens a lot of times uh, it's the communication uh, the reporting is too slow the time when a progress report uh, gets done let's say on site time it gets To the decision makers that data is can be two to three months old so the time actually to make a decision is past they're, they're trying to make decisions with old old data and what they do is put in a, uh, a infrastructure and processes that get that data from the site to the decision makers in as short a time as possible And make sure that they're putting in corrective actions based on up-to-date data and doing it as uh, in as quick a manner as possible so they had to go from if they're having a uh, um, let's say a monthly project review they're doing it weekly and they're running reports and they'll run sort of like we do is a schedule risk analysis uh, they will do that on a weekly basis uh, to do uh, in order to do that uh, uh, takes Uh, probably revamping a lot of the reporting processes that they have and be able to put in that structures uh, so that 
data can get from and convert it if they have to from the reporting thing to the decision makers as quickly as possible. And that's, that's where a lot of projects go off the rails is, is that communication from one to the other and the time it takes to get the data, data there. Michael, uh, you know, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, Michael Trumper, partner at Intover Institute and ambassador of risk, uh, the correct risk management and risk analysis and also educator in that uh, field. Uh, if you need more information, you can check them on their website, intover.com. Thank you, Michael. And it was a pleasure having you. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is sponsored in part by Canadian Western Bank. Obsessed with your success, it's time to partner with a bank that sees the world the same way you do. Visit cwbank.com.